Hello, hello everybody. Welcome to the Strictly Business Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Dada Jr. And this is an exciting uh, move for me because I love business so much, um, even though I'm a lawyer, soon qualifying by God's grace. Um, exciting times. I finished my undergraduate LLB Law um, in Coventry University and uh, I'm currently undertaking the Nigerian Law School to qualify as a barrister and solicitor of the Supreme Court of Nigeria. And they say it's so long just so it sounds official, but yeah, just so I can practice law in Nigeria. Uh, but yeah, talking about business, like today, you know, I just want to talk to you guys about starting small. I think when we talk about business, because it's such a um, interesting, reverenced um, career path or or just generally a uh, initiative in that sense, it's, it's well respected. And so a lot of people have a fear towards business. A lot of people feel like if I was to do business, it has to be a big deal. But today I just want to talk to you guys about starting small. Uh, I'm here with uh, Jacob and Ruben, my brothers. And yeah, Jacob just gave me tea, but I won't get to it yet. But um, starting small, you know, I think, like I said, because it's such, it's and the reason why business is reverenced is because it generates a lot of revenue. Like if you want to be a millionaire, a billionaire, you have to do business because, you know, sometimes a nine to five cannot really give you that kind of fast growth in your income. So business is for generating revenues for profit, like, and there's no shame in that you know, business is for profit, you know, so a lot of people feel like if they love profit, then, you know, they love money, but I don't think it's the same thing. Business is for profit. You're supposed to uh, love profit. If, if you're not making profit, it's just a hobby. It's just something you like doing, but, and, but you can't call it business in the sense of uh, entrepreneurship. It's just, you know, a hobby. You know, when you're starting small, when you have an idea, um, I think the first thing, okay, before I talk to you about how to go about it to help you out and add some value to probably some of the ideas you have, um, I run a fashion company called PDJ Styling, um, and it, it's an awesome brand. You know, I make men's suits, um, caftans, um, shirts, waistcoats, I do everything business wear, and I also infuse my own creativity. So I am, well, more recently, I'm starting to make my own style of uh, attires. And so, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey so far. Um, and listen on strictly business, I'll be very transparent. Like I, I have seen a lot of money with this business. Um, and it's been, it's been amazing. It's been challenging, but you know, it's been so rewarding, you know, and another thing, business is about numbers. So I will talk to you guys about high numbers and low numbers, you know, to, uh, inspire you, motivate you, to know that, you know, you know, if you have an idea, you can actually execute it and see lots of money from it. So in PDJ styling, you know, I do all of these things. I've been doing it since 2019 officially, officially. But then for like the past five, six years, I've been doing it for my friends, pastors, you know, brothers. I've been making caftans specifically for them, but I never, ever wanted to do it for profit. I was just doing it because I had the, it's like I had a system of how to do it in my head. And I'm going to talk to you guys about systems. I had a very unique way I approached it. Um, I, I had an eye for the detail and how it will fit this person. So I just did it. I just did it for my pastors 
um, his friends, my friends, you know, I just did it. And so, um, I realized that, man, if I, if I'm able to like brand this and, you know, think creatively, I'll be able to generate something from it. I didn't really have a big vision starting. I started small. So I'm not talking to you guys from just somewhere, you know, where I've just read some books, like, like entrepreneurship is actually my first passion. Law is my second. So it's like, it comes very natural to me. Actually, I'll give you guys more history. This is why you should listen to the podcast more frequently. But I was actually going to study business management at university, but my parents literally advised me and said, you know, as a lawyer, you could do business and you're you're doing it from a more advantageous perspective, which I hated. <laughs> but, you know, if you're anything like me from an African home, it's like, even if they don't force you, and my, fr- my parents didn't force me, but it's like the way they talk to you about it, it's just like you feel like if you don't listen, like you're going to end up doing something wrong. So I, I took that journey. But I believe if I started like business earlier, so in probably 2013, 2012, when I was going to university, then, you know, I would, I would be so far in the industry by now. But, you know, all things, all things work together for the good of those who love God. So I, I think everything is still in perspective. But, you know, I started small, you know, uh, and I kind of lost my thoughts, guys. But this is essentially what I was trying to say. You have to start small. I started PDJ styling very small. But in, in 20, like I said, in 2019, January, I started officially. So when I say officially, what I did was I actually registered the company. So I think when you want to start a business, you know, in terms of starting small, before you even like start to do things officially, trace your steps. So this is the first principle. I'm going to try and give you guys three for this episode. Three principles. Trace your steps to your passion and the value you've been adding all along. So I was able to trace my steps to something I was already doing, something that was natural to me, something I didn't really have to go far. I didn't have to go study here. I didn't have to do much research. I was already doing this, but I needed to almost make it something profitable and increase the value to what I was already doing so that it can be paid for because people pay you for value. People don't just pay you because you're doing something. They pay you for the value you give them back. And so, you know, I did that and uh, I was able to register my company. But, you know, before I did that, I already had clients. I already had people who knew me for something already and once I was able to do that you know when I registered I got the brand name I'll tell you guys more about how the entire journey came about but sticking to the subject started small trace my steps before I registered and this is the thing whatever country you are of course before you do business your company has to be registered you have to be if you're in the UK you have to be registering your company with the company house you know, however you want the company to be, whether it's a limited liability company, a sole proprietorship, whether it's a PLC, you know, LLC, whatever, you have to register it so that your profits and, you know, you're you're officially recognized as an enterprise within the country. If you're in Nigeria, you have to do with CAC, uh, Corporate Affairs Commission. So you have to register as a business name, you know, if you, or business name is same thing as sole proprietorship. Or if you want to do it as a limited liability company or public limited liability company, there's so many options. But before you go into that, because that can intimidate you and we want you to start small. So what you have to do is just trace your steps. 
find that thing before you go to register. Find that thing that you're good at. Find that thing that you know if you if if you do it, people find it interesting. You know, people find it helpful. Helpful. That's a key word. It's helpful. You know, it helps them do something easier, better, faster. You know, so once you trace that, then you can start talking about registering. But here's the thing. So the second thing now. In the three steps I'm giving you guys, I'm not telling you to register yet because I think that that's the fourth thing you should do. And I'll talk about that properly in another episode. But the three things you have to do, you know, when you trace your steps, the second thing you have to do is create a system. So how would you make this idea, this value, this help that you offer? Simply, how will you make this... uh, dare I say, more appealing and more official to the person you want to give it to. So, for example, for me, I knew that I had to do the branding. I had to create a a, a system whereby when, when you see my items or when you see my outfits, you just know it's me. So the first thing I had to do, now for you, the first thing you might have to do is maybe get your suppliers. I already had that, so I didn't have to do that. I already had suppliers. Um, But for me, for creating my system, I had to start by simply just branding. For you, your your system might be, okay, let me get my, uh, maybe, and I don't think you should start employing people on your first day. Come on. That's what we're talking about. Just start small. But, you know, I think regardless of what you're doing, maybe if you're not in the fashion, because I'm in the fashion industry, let's say you're into uh give me an idea jacob music because he's a musician okay let's say you're into music first thing you want to do is whether you're doing rap r&b whatever is think about where you want to how you want to start recording because i'm guessing if you want to do music you would have already been writing right so if you want to start getting money from your music you have to now brand it in a way that or you have to get your equipment so that you know, if people are listening to you, it's no longer just the way they used to listen. It's now more exactly, you're now an artist, you know, you give them that vibe of industry. You're not just giving them that vibe of hustle, if that makes sense. So it's like, that's what a musician would have to do. Let's try you, Ruben. What, what would you say? Mm, automobiles. Okay. That's, that's an interesting one, though. Mm. Um, so we're talking about cars. Exactly. Um, I would say... Okay, suppliers might be your first thing. Because the thing is, people don't buy cars because um, it's simply unique to you. They buy it because it's available. Someone needs a car. It's like if you've not been driving for five years and you just need a car, you want somebody who you trust that can give you a car, whether it's like a Honda Accord or just something simple. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you want to go into a car dealership, first thing, find out who can be supplying me with cars. You know, I like cars, but I want to go into the business of cars. Who can be supplying me? You know, then your supplier will tell you, okay, I have BMW, I have Toyota, I have this. Then you say, hmm, I don't want to do BMW. I want to stick to Toyota. Do you see? So you're you're narrowing your system in a way that it's unique to you and people that want what you're going to be giving them, cars or music, find it very relatable. And it's almost like carving your niche, basically. So, you know, once you do that, um, I'm getting some chichings. Um, which means alerts basically, which is good. You know, that's what business is about. But, um, once you create your system, 
that's the, that's the second thing you must do. So once you trace your steps to the, the passion, the value that you're, you're able to easily give, or like I said, your help, it's, it could literally just be help. That's how businesses start. You know, Jeff Bozes, or what's his name? I literally forgot. But he's, and I need to study into him because he's very interesting. But, you know, he literally wanted to help people get books easier literally from books then it translated to so many things but he was able to trace his steps first so that he can start small and once you do that second thing is you know create a system for yourself that's unique and in creating your system obviously you say okay who are my suppliers who's going to be doing this who's going to be doing that um remember still keep it very small don't start trying to employ three people like just keep it small in a way that only you can be doing it at first and then the next thing you need to do, I think, hmm, now this one is tricky because it's, it's still small, but it's kind of the big aspect. Execute it. Execute it. It's really small, but this is where a lot of people get stuck. A lot of people get stuck. And I want to give an example about execution. This podcast. I thought about this podcast last week. The day I called you, Jacob, was the day it came to mind, literally. And I thought, you know what, why sit on this idea? Because I feel like this is going to be something very impactful and helpful for a lot of people. So I just thought, you know what, I'm going to start doing this. I literally don't have an equipment. Like, I know you can do podcasts on your phone or something like that. But I just thought, you know what, let me do this in a way that's systematic and it's of high quality. Because I actually feel like it's going to help a lot of people. Next thing you have to do once you create your system is execute. Because when you sit on an idea for so long, it starts to seem very boring to you. It starts to seem like you you basically overthink it. It starts to seem like you can't make any money from it, which is what everybody who starts a business feels. Like you feel all of that. But the stakes are lower when you already execute. And if you're if you're if you love business or if you've been doing some sort of business, you get experience in that. When I say feeling like this podcast, bruv, what am I going to actually talk about that has not been said? I realized that I felt like this when I was doing my clothing business, but I was able to do it. And I've, I've seen a lot of fruits from that. So it's the same thing. You get experience over time, but, you know, execute. Once you trace your steps, you create your system, execute it. You know, find one person. You know, I like to say, uh, uh, start with your first five. That's the principle I like to apply with any business initiative I think about. First five. Who are the first five people I think would pay me money for this? Who would give me something? And it doesn't have to be big money. Start small. That's the mentality. Start small. Who would give me some money for this? Okay, because this is really going really long. Uh, Maybe we can make it two episodes, probably. So... Who would give me money for this? First five. Think about first five people. Now, they don't all have to be your friends because you might not have five friends, but you might have two friends who you can talk to to give you two friends, then the other person can give you one friend. So first five, maybe it's your cousin. Who would give you money? Who would believe in what you're about to do and give you some money? Once you get your first five, write them down. What's unique about them? Why would they give you, maybe you say, oh, they, they find you very honest, they find you funny, depending on the enterprise. Why would they give you money for what you're going to give them? If you're starting a catering business, first five, why would they give you money? What's it about your food? You know, if you're starting a graphic designing money uh, co- company, see, I'm just thinking about money. Why would they give you money? <clears throat> 
you're doing graphic designs what's the difference between uh doing getting a design done from you and just getting it done by uh wix you know what's 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 what, why would people come to you it might not be that you're extremely good at it it might just be that you're fast you know and most of the times you might not know all the reasons why you would be preferred if you don't execute you have to execute you have to execute so i think when you do these three things you find that you're able to start anything and literally guys you can do a business from almost anything and business is in everything when you think about it schooling is business law medicine everything that's essential to our society has a business side to it and so i feel like even though i don't believe everyone is called to be an entrepreneur and i'll talk about that i feel like everybody should have business acumen and at strictly business that's part of the things i think um i would like to give to you guys well i hope you guys stick with me we're going to be doing this quite frequently thanks for tuning in and i'll speak to you guys soon